Is corruption worse than oppression? Should the sympathies of oppression be extended to the oppressor? We don't think about that. Right, because especially, you know, it's Black History Month as we're recording this. And, you know, every time it's Black History Month, we hear about how oppressive our ancestors had it. And we always look at oppression from the view of the people being oppressed. We don't look at it from the view of people doing the oppression the oppressing. And you know what 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 it does to the people doing the oppressing is it corrupts them spiritually. There's spiritual corruption and there's moral corruption. Right? When you think about you know again the Holocaust, you think about the guards out there that's doing it and like you get so into, you know, again, that, that's maybe this is why absolute power corrupts absolutely. But should we have any, any sympathy towards the people who do the oppressing? Is it, is it worse to be oppressed spiritually or corrupt spiritually? I think I think <coughs> I think sympathy might be warranted a little bit. And maybe maybe not as much sympathy as much as it may be consideration. Or maybe that's the same thing. Right. I'm just splitting hairs, whatever. But yeah, like is it worse? I don't know. But it's 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 close because okay they have to live with that to some extent right, right. I might oppress and, and and it's horrible to the to the oppressed and maybe they you know what was happening <coughs> in those camps the you know the people the Jews were dying or slavery the slaves were dying mm. but then you know. The, the oppressors, they, they have to live with that for as long as they live. Now, right. maybe they never reach a point to where they acknowledge or they sit down one day and they can acknowledge that their spirit or their morality was corrupted. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact of having to live with what you did right. could you know be a formidable opponent to dying as someone who was oppressed, wrongfully oppressed. Right. Yeah, so when, when you look at it, again, it comes from, come from Exodus again. Um, right, you look at the story of, of, of Pharaoh. When he began, Moses comes, let my people go. I'm not letting, I'm not letting them go. Mm. But then you, you see at some point, it goes from Pharaoh hardening his own heart to God hardening Pharaoh's heart. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's like, dang, man, like you've gone so far that now it's just it's beyond your control. At that point, is that a sympathetic 
not not necessarily maybe not necessarily for, you know, I feel sympathy for Pharaoh at this point or whoever the oppressor is, but it's like I can relate to feeling like I've gone too f- I've become irredeemable. Mm-hmm. At that point do I do you garner some sympathy like mm-hmm. man again like I'm not talking about white people today. I'm talking about the the older white person, the person from that was born in the in the in, in down down south in the in the 1930s that's still alive today. Mm-hmm. That maybe still has the same hatred for black people that they that they you know they have it they they're a hundred years old and they still hate black people the same way. It's like, bro, I'm not gonna sit there and tell you how bad. I actually have a lot of sympathy for you because you're so far beyond redeeming. You're cor- like your spirit is so your morals is so corrupted that you you're blinded. At that point, it's like, bro. I feel bad for you. Right. Like, I actually feel sorry for you, bro. Exactly. Mm. Is that is that sympathy? <clears throat> or is that... Or is that, like... Is that... Could it, could it also come off as condescending a little bit? Like, brother, you're so corrupt. It, 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 I could, I could see it being. You so pathetic. I feel sorry for you. Like you're using the word irredeemable. Yeah, you're so non-redeemable that I feel bad for you. But in the same, on the other side of that coin is, bro, your actions were so pathetic. I actually feel sorry for you. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if. I mean, this might be personal, but I don't, I don't feel sorry for, I don't, I don't, I don't like pity. I think that's what that is. Like, you so pathetic, I I feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you. It was like a disgust, though. Yeah. Like, I don't, right, I see what you're saying. So you're saying, yeah, it's like, that, that sympathy, is it, is it sympathy or is it just disgust? I think it depends on the one thing I I added to my personal constitution is um assume ignorance before you assume benevolence. So if I assume ignorance, I don't maybe I don't get to that level of disgust. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's like and that way, but like I just, bro, you just, I'm assuming that you was acting with the best information that you that you knew at the time, and then your heart was just hardened. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to assume malevolence that you're trying to harm me. I'm not, I'm just going to assume ignorance, and that's why I'm giving you sympathy because you just. And yeah, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. But this goes back to this goes back to what I've been saying all week about we talk about Vic Brady. We talk about mm-hmm. you no, know, you do know. 
you do know what you do, what you did. <clears throat> because right. when I put it in the context of, I mean, maybe obviously the world wasn't as connected, right? But there were, you weren't the only 16-year-old white boy mm-hmm. in, the, in the country. Mm-hmm. Right now, you might have been in the South, and right. so it, and so you didn't know how they was rocking up there in the North. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's 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 akin to oh, he you know somebody does something. Oh, he was just young. He was fifteen. It's been billions of fifteen-year-olds throughout the history of the world who don't commit. Right? You know, you hear yeah. people. Oh, he was just young, and he. Sixteen-year-old mm-hmm. did you know drunk, right. drunk whatever it, whatever mm-hmm. it is like bro, he's not the only sixteen-year-old yeah like anywhere in his school in his region like whatever wherever it's right. at so right. when I put it in the context I mean I think I do agree with the assume ignorance <coughs> but I I, I well yeah I have I, trouble with with trying right to, yeah I'm saying coming from the person that's Giving the sympathy, and I'm, I'm, you know, I assume it, but you know, you're, you're, you're right. Like, uh, you, you do know, and and you, and you did it. You know, again, you do know things have changed. I'm talking about that old white man. Like, yeah, you, you're alive, or you can, you can read. So you know what's out here, and you still. But I think it, it comes down to. You know what? What does what does it mean to oppress somebody? It means to you know remove their power. So if if I if if I can look at can look at my oppressor and see their corruption, they're no longer my oppressor. If you can look at your oppressor and see they're morally, spiritually, ethically corrupt. Right. They're no they longer, no longer have. They no longer. You no. You are no longer void of power, of your power. Right. So then I can. I can give them any sympathy. It is. So mm-hmm. it won't be condescending because it's like that would assume that you had power. That you have power over me. You don't. So in you know, the fact that you know, it's like, what do you? What do you do with somebody that's delusional? Like, is delusional. Uh, Worthy of sympathy, maybe, maybe, you know where it's like, maybe. yeah, like you, like man, you know, you delusional, but I still, because it's like at at that point of your heart is so hardened and you're so entrenched in a belief, I just feel sorry for you. Mm. Like you're so corrupt that it's again, it's, but okay, so I agree, I agree, I'm rolling. I lend my voice. Um, is that worse than being a? Is that worse than being void of your own power? Right. That that was the question. Right. right. Is corruption worse than oppression? Yeah. Is 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 that worse than you yourself <clears throat> being void of power? Because once you once you once you. Once you can see their corruption, right, you now have your power back, so you're no longer oppressed. Mm-hmm. But we're talking, so 
someone still oppressed versus the oppressor morally and spiritually corrupted. But I, I think it's, I still think it's corruption. If we're looking at the two of them, right, we're saying, okay, did you, did, is, so, ahead, like, yeah, ahead. so we say slavery, right? We have the slave owners and then we have the slaves. The slaves are oppressed, the slave owners are corrupt. Which mm-hmm. one is worse? Well, which one needs the other? Slave master. Mm. Because now that their heart is hard, they their grip on reality is in the slave. So no slave, there exi- there. No slave is completely devoid of power. For the oppressor, yeah, like yeah, like if you if you are oppressed, the oppressor needs you to confirm the oppression. Mm-hmm. So the corruption to me is is a lot worse. Okay. And <coughs> yeah, that makes sense. It does that do you think that also goes for the lived experience as well? What does that mean? Like the slave, the experience that their lived experience versus the slave mm. master's lived experience. I'll say yes. Yeah. Because the corruption, the corruption of spirit, the corruption of mind, it removes possibility. Like both both things, and, and, and I think that this kind of the the, the major, the mo, well, not the motif, but the kind of the, the underlining of the question, the different perspective that I that I wanted to to, to bring forth with this question is the loss of hope that the oppressed has, the oppressor also has. Because you limit possibility if I have to keep affirming my my standing through oppression. I don't have any other possibility. Whereas the oppressed, there's, you can always imagine a better life. There's always a better lived experience to be lived. The oppressed... Or the yeah the the people doing the oppressor, the oppressor, doesn't have any other option. This is how life is. So uh, up until that that break happens from where okay they're no longer they can no longer oppress. Mm-hmm. Up until then, do you still give it to? the oppressor as far as they have the worst live experience, corruption is worse. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, slave masters, big, you know, big mansions, big fields, mm-hmm. all types of wealth at the time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Up, you know, up until the abolishment or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Until they no longer could oppress. 
you would still say that the way that they were living is worse. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, a to it, it. Yeah, when you put it like that, that's what I. That's what I know. I, yeah, nah. <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still rolling. Take integrity. Oh, um, yeah, because. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna describe to me the physical conditions, but what I'm saying, what I get, I'll re, I'll retort with, they built it on, they built it on a, the the metaphorical mm-hmm. plot of sand. There was no bedrock there. So the moment that something happened, civil war. They they had to construct an entire society based off of one belief. They couldn't adapt. Adapt or die. So again, it's like it's like if something becomes too too rigid, it becomes brittle. So would you rather live? Okay, I have I have a bad physical environment, but I'm adaptable. Or I'm living up here, but it's so brittle that the moment, the moment something hit it, again, AD got all the talent in the world, but he brittle. Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Go back, you know, low res, go back to sports. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be Anthony Davis or would you rather be somebody that don't really got the talent that may, but he don't ever get hurt? He can always learn. I'm taking him. He going to be in the league longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he going to make some money. He gonna be in the league longer. Mm. He ain't gonna ache when you wake up in the morning. Anthony Davis gonna ache when he's thirty five. I was I was watching um I was watching a YouTube they was interviewing Calvin Johnson. They was asking like why he, why he retired and he said I got to go through a whole routine just to wake up in the morning. He said I could. He said but when it hurt to catch the ball I had to get out of there. And it's like, would you, would you rather? Okay, Calvin Johnson got all them, all them dollars. He got all that athleticism. I wouldn't, I would never want to be an NFL player because of what happens afterwards. Okay, you have all that shit in your body, but what gets, you know, corrupted or corroded is something that's as it was easy for me to get up this morning. No pain. Calvin Johnson will never experience that again. So I think it's all it's all based off of the 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 lens in which you view it. Because I mean, you when you get up there to the point, and because you're stuck in that, your your heart is hard, and you're stuck in that belief, you paranoid, right? That you know, drug dealers get rich, but they can't enjoy it because they always paranoid that somebody gonna come take it. So then, do you want the money? Nah. I see the sorry for you with the money because you can't you can't really enjoy that. Mm. I mean, I guess it I guess it depends on the perspective, the <laughs> lens that you look at it through. Right, because I just said I just said the people in the outhouse are living better than the ones in the mansion. I mean, good. I mean, good point through the lens, like, 
right? But I mean, if we if we go back to Calvin and and I don't even know how to make that. I was gonna say you said AD. I was gonna say Steph. Right. Brittle. Mm-hmm. But I want to be Steph or Dane. Both of them, both of them brittle. Oh, I, I I was just trying to. No, nah, but I, but I hear you. Like, yeah, like I mean, Calvin Ocho Cinco. Like, that one, that's what I'm saying. I thought Ocho Cinco said he ain't never get hurt. McDonald's. Mm. He said y'all eating like rabbits. Y'all eating like rabbits to go play a violent sport. They don't even go hand in hand. Or intent. I want the, does, does Calvin have a gold jacket? Yep. Or just ain't gonna don't. So now the question is again, Lynn's perspective. Mm-hmm. Is the gold jacket worth not being able to get up without a routine for the rest of your life? Right, Shannon Sharp, hip replacement. Right. Gold jacket. Right. Three Super Bowls. No worth fam- it. Right. Right. And, but and I, but I think that's going back, going back to the corruption. I think that's you making such you making a big bet that a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't make. So you go back again to talking about oppressing and, and, and all that stuff. Like the oppressor in the South, they bet on slavery. Mm-hmm. You crap out. There's nothing left. So I mean, yeah, you you can go to the roulette table and put it all on. You can put it all on black, bro. You could do that. But then, like, if you go put it all on black, because again, you gotta believe, or or you know, some some people who. They go in there with they last. They just life. They just life is just kicked them around, and they just bro whatever. Just put it all on black, and they crap out. Yeah, we can look at you like you dumb, but like you just put all your. But then you just like, man, bro. I feel like I feel sorry for you, bro. Like you, how you getting home tonight, mm. nigga? I'm not saying that that should that should justify. I'm not saying that that the sympathies should justify the the act, but it, it's almost like people act like there is no adverse effects to the other side of oppression. Mm. Right, like people act like the the slave owners and the slave masters got away scot free with slavery. And it's like, no, they they didn't. Actually, in a lot of ways, it's a lot worse for them because, again, there's nowhere to go but down. Right to the point of, again, bro, you, again, go back to the Pharaoh story because, again, this is an abstracted story of what we're talking about. Pharaoh had to go run after the Israelites. 
and run into the Red Sea. He had, there was no choice for him. Because he was so reliant on the Israelites to build the bricks and to build his kingdom up. If I let them go, then I'm not, I'm not who I thought I was. So I'm not just going to go get my slaves back. I'm going to get my identity back. My identity is in them. That's worse. Where I'm rushing, I'm, I'm, I'm rushing to my death. Because again, they part the Red Sea. And swallowed up Pharaoh and his army, which means Pharaoh saw the Red Sea part. Oh, whatever, whatever forces they doing, I don't want no parts of that. It just moved water. So what drove him to, I got to go get whatever that is. That corruption, I got to go, I got to go see that to this logical end. Mm. Even if it's death. People can't tell me that's not worse. Mm. Right, they would, they would, they would have to, they would have to retort with the physical, the <laughs> physical lived experience. Right, that, that's, which, that's it. which in the, mm, it's interesting. That's that's an interesting take. 